everyone and welcome to the RMTV Women's Podcast. This is episode 62. We had a conversation like literally 10 seconds ago <laughs> off camera about whether it was 62 or 63 and I won. Um, kickoff question this week comes from... Oh, yeah, Amy's not here. It's Chris. <laughs> yeah, probably, That probably should be the first yeah. thing to say. Um, yeah, it's Chris this week. If you have a viewer of the channel, you've seen, seen Chris before. He's been on a couple of podcasts before this. Um, kickoff question comes from H underscore Doyle five four, who asks, "Do you think the team need to get the crowd going first, or do the fans need to be the one to get the team going first?" Saw this last night from him, and I literally, I'm. It's one of those that I've always maybe had a little think about, but it's yeah. never something I've actually gone. Hmm, yeah, where, like, where whose job is it? Because end of the day, um, you're paying to be entertained, aren't yeah. you? So it. I think from the very start, it should be you know, set a tempo, set yeah. uh, a good rhythm to the game from uh, from the team. Yeah. And then after a while, there's a bit of a little thing. That's where the fans have got to come into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think a little bit of both, but originally I would go for the team because they've yeah. got to set the tone. I think I think we've all sat through a game where like you've immediately sat down and it's like two or three minutes into kick-off and you think, oh, this is going to be so boring. Yeah. Like, you can just get it. You can just see how the game is going to go. But then I think the thing with like, Liverpool women is we do start really well. Mm-hmm. The first 10, 15 minutes is always when we're at our best, I think. Yeah. So like I think that gets the crowd going. And then, like as you said, as the game goes on, the players start to tire. That's when it's probably the fans turn to be like, oh, come on, like keep going, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, yeah I think, you, you want to know you want to know people have your back, and sometimes yeah. it does take a few yells from the crowd just to you know, get revved up and yeah. get the get the emotions going and get the blood going and just getting back into the game. So yeah, yeah a, a bit of both, but yeah. I think originally because fans are paying to be entertained, I'd say yeah. team to kick off with team. Yeah, but yeah, def- definitely a definitely a, a partnership yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Um, move moving on to Liverpool women. Then obviously we face Bristol on Sunday. Um, gained our first point of the season, and a well needed point yeah. really. Our first league goal of the season as well. Um, Bristol took the lead, it, and it, it was a very dodgy goal. Yeah, it's one of them, isn't it? Because I, I think just as you rightly said, Liverpool start good in games yeah. and have maybe faded so far this season. Again, this or again uh, on Sunday. Started really, really well first 15 minutes. Yeah. Plenty of pressure, yeah. plenty of balls going out wide to, yeah. to Charles and uh, and Clark. And then you you can't really count for a, a mishit cross when it just flies into the far corner yeah. past the keeper because Preuss, she's at the near post, correctly so. The yeah. ball's on that side of the yeah. goal. She's expecting the cross to yeah. come in. She's whatever. expecting the cross to come in and then she'll reposition herself. Yeah. But when the cross goes in straight away, it, it's... It's literally in the top corner of the far post, yeah, so like, it, it is physically impossible to get over there. I don't know if, it, if, you've, if you've watched the FA player version back, but like whoever the commentator was was just like chatting like not yeah. very normal, and then he yeah. was like, oh, it's gone in. Like He was, just, he was so surprised himself. Like, yeah. Everyone was, but then as soon as it went in, it was just a collective, oh, we, God's sake. Because we were up in the press box yeah. on, uh, on Sunday. So we were like very top, it, yeah, like, yeah. very back row. And I, I was chatting. I was chatting to Amy and just saying, you know, about just generic chat about about the game and, and the season so far. And then, as she hits the cross, you you can see yeah, you can it see going because when the ball when the ball goes in the air, the net is you can see the net behind it and yeah. then it stays in yeah. that direction. Yeah. Um, and you just know, you know, Price has got no chance after no. that. 
Um, and then, as I say, it was a good response in, you know, in the end because it could have been 2 0. Sam and you know, she, I, I think we all yeah. thought it probably was going to be when she went when she went through on goal, but as it turned out, it's probably a bit of a turning point yeah. to be honest with you. The mischance from well, Bristol City. So I thought after Bristol scored, they had like a good period of like five minutes where like they really put Liverpool under pressure again. It seemed to like give them a boost, and like you like it, they could have been two 0 yeah. up at a certain point. Ebony Salmon could have scored again. I think she hit like the side net and at one point yeah, as well. She threw on goal and it's the old adage of you got to go across the goalkeeper, yeah. but she went near post and she hit the side net and you could tell she knew that yeah. that she should have gone across the keeper. Yeah. But as you say, after that. I just felt the girls got shake, got shaken a little bit because yeah. I think Roberts was uh, giving away balls in midfield. It just wasn't sticking. Yeah. It, it was a few little flicks around the corner that just weren't working. and yeah. They had to kind of regain their composure after that. And, and, and I think they did because the out ball in the end, I thought Charles had a, had a very, very good game. She was she getting was, around she it. Amazing. She was getting around the full-back dykes at, at will, yeah. really. Yeah. And the problem was with her and Clark because I think they're both, in the end, I think they had... You know, both both very good games. Yeah, it was the final ball. Oh yeah, it, it, it really was the final ball that prevented Liverpool from from getting the first win of the season. Because yeah. we both spoke to to Vicky after the game, and she said that while she was pleased, she wasn't exactly over the moon because yeah. she felt that the the win should have yeah. the win should have come. And I can completely understand that yeah. because there were more than enough chances to to get the win. I feel like that's been our biggest problem this season. I feel like every single game we've said afterwards and like our post-match or on the podcast like all of our games have been winnable because we have had opportunities it's just like we get to like the edge of the area and it's like oh what do we do yeah. do I have a shot to a pass yeah. here and then by the time they've made up the mind whatever they want to do is, yeah. is you can no longer do because last season um, and again I said uh, after the game to, to Amy on uh, on Sunday, I'm not singling out Sweetman Kirk, but when you have a forward who's in form, it's yeah. easier because then she's almost making the midfielders mind up for them in terms of where to play the ball, how to help how to help set them up. Yeah. And as I say, because she hasn't got her first goal of the season yet, um, because you know, last season she had such a good campaign. Yeah. Sometimes forwards do take that extra touch. They do hesitate when we're making a run yeah. and therefore that can lead to midfielders questioning their decisions as well yeah. um, because certainly in the context of the game taking Superman Kirk off for, for Babajide ultimately it worked and it provided a big threat but I said to you at the time that it's a big call it is <laughs> it, it, it was is. a very bold call yeah. for Vicky Jepsen it's one of them though like do you for the next game do you put Superman Kirk on the bench because I can't remember what game it was a few weeks ago but she Missed out. She didn't, she didn't start. She was on the bench, and that I remember saying to Amy, "That's probably frustrated her so much. Like for the next game, she'll want to go on and score, and obviously she hasn't. And she's gone two games since then doing it. And it's like, when when does it come to the point where you like you have to say to her, listen, it's just not happening at the minute. Yeah. At some point in this season, it will. But right now, I feel like the, I feel like Babajid or Clark mm-hmm. or even Kirsty Lynn up yeah. front might offer us something better. Because it, it got to the point where. You could just you could see her frustration yeah. boiling over with yeah. her, and I think at that point, as a manager, you've you've got to you've got to make a logical decision about what's best for the team, what's best for her, because just because you know 
they're the number nine. Yeah. I, I, I don't personally think everyone anyone should have a, you know, a God-given right yeah, just to, to start a yeah. football game. So yeah. I think you've got to earn the right for the shirt. I've, yeah. I've always said that. You know, yes, there's big names all around the world, but in th- if, if you're not informed when someone is or yeah. could provide a better option, then... But that, that you know, that's why managers get the get get paid the, yeah. the money that they do. Yeah. Um, in the end, as well, because you know, say the penalty had been given with Sweetman Kirk on the pitch, you're that's sh- what sh- it sh- was. for taking it. But yeah. I've always wondered about is it best? You know, people say give someone a penalty to to get them their first goal of the season or whatever. But yeah. do you really want someone that much out of form yeah. not taking it? I mean, in the end, it was a very, very good penalty from, from Mel Lawley. Yeah. And I think she would have took it anyway if Sweetman Kirk was still on the, f- the field because mm-hmm. she's been our, our set-piece taker so far this yeah. season. Obviously, Christine Money's been out injured too, who did it last year. But I feel like just I feel like Mel Lawley probably would have took it anyway just of... Are you surprised that in the final 10 minutes yeah. Vicky didn't kind of push the push it a bit more? Oh, well, I thought she was going to make another sub. Yeah, I thought she might leaving Murray on the bench, leaving yeah. Lynn on the bench. She, I thought, she yeah. felt, I felt like it was a case of we're in a position now to get our first point. Yeah, I don't want to jeopardize this. Yeah, like, I, I thought, you know, the game was there to be won, really. Yeah. but I just felt in the last ten minutes there was a little bit of a, a more cautious approach. Yeah, definitely. And then I think also with the impact that Babaji made, I think maybe she thought, well, she's on now. She's got the energy. She's obviously made one thing happen. She might make something else happen. Yeah. So I'll leave it as it is. Obviously, she's probably got in the back of her mind thinking, we need this point desperately. Yeah. We, we need it. So, yeah, they did look a bit cautious in certain moments, but then I, I probably think Babaji making the impact that she did is probably in, in her mind think, going, oh, I've put her on for a reason. She's my impact player now for these last 10 minutes rather than putting Leonard on for five minutes and she might not even get a touch of the ball type of thing. Because yeah. you know I mean? her pace was frightening, I think. Yeah. Certainly against Coventry, I think she's earned a start. Babaji Day, I know she played against Sheffield as well. But even going into the Birmingham game, I think I think she'll be right at the front of Vicky's mind to start that game. And overall... The game kind of did kind of fizzle out it in did, the end, yeah. last five minutes or yeah. so, and that, that was frustrating. As I say, that maybe kind of influences my thinking about could she have gone for it a little bit more. But yeah. in the end, first point on the board, I say up, upper place. It's yeah. it was just a bit of a morale booster just to think. Look, you're getting your first point. It's it, as she said after the game, one point's better than nothing. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That, that was always going to be the mentality in the last five minutes. Um, and you know, I, I've. A cup game that I think kind of it, it does allow a bit for a, a bit of a distraction. I yeah. think. Allows for maybe a few a few people to get a run out. Is it a welcome um, one though? Because you're thinking if you've if you've got your first point on the board. If they win it's a welcome one. <laughs> if they win it's a welcome one, but then if they go another defeat mm-hmm. and it's like you're literally right back to square one again. You're right back where you started. Yeah, yeah. I I think there's probably quite a good feeling after the game. Yeah. Um I would say with all due respect to Coventry, I mean we'll we'll, we'll touch on this later in the match preview show, but mm. I, you know it's a game that I think Liverpool should be winning. We should be winning, yeah. Um, and that kind of winning helps with momentum, helps with confidence. Yeah. Um, so in a way, look, you, you could say it, it's it's a good break for Liverpool, yeah. but it, it, it only is as long as they win the game. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's there's something else we we spoke a lot, quite a bit about England last week just because of like international friendlies mm-hmm. and that that was going on. But I just wanted to get your your thoughts on it quickly about like 
how you think England's post World Cup performance has been? Because obviously we haven't done we haven't done too well. Yeah. With five, five defeats. It's it's not the best. It's like I I looked at Phil Neville's comments after the Belgium game um, when he said England would have to suffer more pain. Um, why? And yeah, I, why? Because the Euros obviously the Euros are here in uh, in in a few years' time. Yeah. It is you know going to be predominantly friendlies in that period. Yeah. Um, that that England would be playing, which. It, it's. I do wonder about that sometimes with the lack of competitive games in the build-up to to a major championships. I've seen it before where you might lack that sharpness. But yeah. in the end, look, if you say they're going to suffer more pain, is he prepared to lose every single game up until yeah, Euros? Up until Euros, and it's like, um, oh god, we need to win now. I I thought for someone for a manager who was so passionate yeah. during the World Cup. You know, after the Norway game, came out and said Lucy Bronze is the best player in the world, yeah. and, and, and then and, plays and it in midfield. Nick <laughs> plays her in midfield against uh, against Portugal. I'm I'm just I'm just a little bit confused at the moment because I don't know whether I, I know that he was in the running for the, the USA, USA job at least yeah. with the bookies that anyway. Been, I mean, um, that they can they can have him to be in my opinion <laughs> if, if if they want him they can have him. But like, it would have been you're not the biggest fan, not the biggest fan. No, of I just think I think he. Th- at times, I feel like he thinks he's above the role that he has, and he's outspoken. I'll, and I'll say that. I feel like he just sometimes I think, why, why are you doing that? Why? Yeah. Like, Some, as I say, just go comment about suffering more pain. To me, if, if I'm someone that's listening to that after such a successful World Cup, yeah. where you know, and and they got they got to the semi-finals. And, and, should have taken it to extra Should've, time at least yeah, with the Steph Hawkins yeah. penalty. Um, I'm not really getting full of confidence because, no. again, Woody have said that because they were 2 0 up in the game. So they win the game 2 or 3 0, and he says, yeah. oh, we're going to have to suffer pain. No. And Belgium, they weren't even at the World Cup. They, you know, they're, yeah. they're not, you know, they're, they're 18th in the world at the moment. England, fifth in the world because, uh, well, joint fifth, I should say, yeah. uh, with, with Sweden. Um, that's not a good attitude. That's no. really not a good attitude. I'm, I, if, if I'm a player, I want to be listening to manager hyping me up and saying yeah. what, a, what a journey this is going to be for the yeah. next two years before yeah. the European Championships because for most of these girls, unless maybe there's a World Cup uh, in, in England, um, yeah. the Euros in England is going to be one of the biggest thing. moments of, yeah. of their careers yeah. and that's not something I want to be hearing yeah. in the build-up to the tournament because you look at the games as a whole where the performances. The results haven't been ideal, but the performances again, they've not been terrible. It's no. not as if against Norway lost two one, it's not as if they lost four or five yeah. you know, against Brazil. Against Brazil it was an utter smash and grab. Yeah. Because England in the first half should have scored at least once. I've I rewatched it. I rewatched it this morning and Beth Mead's finish where well Beth Mead's chance where she goes from the defender yeah. inside the box. Oh it, it's a shocker, really, yeah. when when yeah. when she's in that kind of one-on-one situation, and then uh, Dabina, uh, uh, first one's a howler, yeah, and the second one it it's a deflected strike, yeah, to get the two goals, and then again England should have got uh, should have got a good should have got a draw yeah. because Baba uh, Babara's saved from yeah. uh, from Stanway at the end. Yeah, I think a lot a little bit a little bit of it needs to be kind of taken into perspective where 
performances. Look, the next two years for England aren't about results. The no. next two years for England are about performances, yeah. gelling the team, making yeah. sure that it's prepared for the European Championships. And the performance wasn't bad. Again, against Portugal, yes, it took a goalkeeping nightmare, yeah, but, but like, they should have been four or five up yeah, before that. Yeah. So, again, Phil Neville has... He's got to keep heads above water because... Again, the Portugal result probably would have liked to have been more comfortable. And uh, an early Roebuck in the end, I know we hit the bar and came back yeah. down onto it. But just about well, kept kept the win for England. Yeah. Um, I wonder what team he'll pick for the Olympics. I wonder who he's going to take, to be honest, because he said he's going to pick out to like, Scotland and that as well, isn't he? It's not, it's not just going to be all England players. So, so I'm for, thinking, for Wales, you'd imagine, you'd imagine if Jess Fishlock... Yeah, if, she, get, if she's yeah, she shout, um, Lucy Bronze is like definitely going. Wow, really? She, yeah, joking, he's I'm definitely joking. gonna take yeah. it. Um, Scotland, I don't know. I think Erin Cuthbert's within a shout. Erin Cuthbert, Kim Little. Yeah. Uh, um, it, it it it's a tough one. Isn't if Christy Money plays well, she might yeah. go. You never know. Because there are again, it is the Olympics, so it's Great Britain, but. Mm-hmm. It's, it will be predominantly English because they are the most successful of yeah. the home nations. Because yeah. um, I, I remember for the Olympics um, in, in London when uh, when the men's team was getting chosen and people were complaining about uh, not having too many players outside of England, but it, it's about the quality. It's not yeah, whether, yeah, it's yeah. not just forcing them in for the sake of it. Yeah. Um, so for, for the Olympics, as I say, it's going to be predominantly English. Yeah. Um, and again, that, that'll be a testament because he's... I think he probably he's will. He's never experienced that, has he? So no, no. He's not going to be able to choose all English, so it's no. who he leaves out of that, and it's yeah. what kind of message he gives to the girls that he does leave out. Yeah. Because that, that's going to be a blow for him as well, missing the Olympics, even though the, that chance may come around again. Yeah. Um, and for some girls, look, representing Great Britain will be a big thing, but I'd say representing England in England mm. is probably going to be bigger. Be better. To be honest. Yeah. No, definitely. It'll be interesting to see. Like, I don't know when that. This must be early, early next year that that all that comes out with the draw about the uh, Olympics and all stuff like that. Before, yeah, I'd imagine uh, most draws take place around December, January time, yeah. don't they? So, yeah. again, that's probably when his decision making starts. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll just quickly other WSL results at the weekend. Redden beat Everton three two. Um, Man City beat Birmingham three nil. Which is an unbeaten star for them, which is really yeah, good for them. And, and no goals conceded. No goals as well. conceded, which I'm pretty sure is a, a true fact. I hope it is. <laughs> um, Man United beat Spurs three 0 which was surprising. I thought I thought Spurs was going to give them a good game. There. Yeah, considering after how well Spurs performed at the London Stadium yeah. against West Ham, and yeah. that 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 was a, that was a very good result for yeah. them. Um, on Everton, I mean, because I, 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 I cover Everton home yeah. games as well yeah. uh, for for the WSL, and. It was a bit of a throwback to last season, to be honest with you, because Everton's three goal, or sorry, Reading's three goals, uh, all of them came from set pieces, uh, and yeah. it was quite poor. I mean, one Jay- of them was like a Jade Moore's one was like right at the front post. Yeah, that, that, well. that was. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've always said um, I'm pretty much an advocate of people getting fined if they don't beat if they don't beat the near post on uh, on corners because it just <laughs> happens that regularly. It's very very frustrating. Yeah. But when it works, obviously, uh, fair play. Yeah. Both of her goals are actually headers. Uh, for yeah. from set pieces, and you know, it's not often Jade Moore gets two. No, that's true. Yeah, but <laughs> um, she was buzzing. And again, the third straight from a straight from a set piece as well. Yeah. That will that will hurt Willie Kirk. Yeah, because he, he would have been fuming after that game. But yeah, because th- their defense has improved. Yeah, they've played so well this season. 
the the red sorry, the the Birmingham win start yeah. of the season I thought that was a great result, but then the way they performed against Bristol City um, was a fantastic, yeah. it's a fantastic result. Um, yeah. It was because I've been watching Everton uh, certainly from a professional you know, a, a reporter capacity yeah, yeah. for uh, for two seasons or well, for a season a bit now. And that was by far the most dominant performance, I thought, in, in terms of both attack and defence. Um, Chloe Kelly, Player of the Month. For the, she did for get Player of the, the Month, uh, yeah. WSL as well. Um, yeah. Two fantastic goals. Two yeah. fantastic goals. Uh, one, first one cut in from the left, hitting off the post. Yeah. The second one, oh, if, when you know, when you look at a goal, time and time again, you think there is no point in the keeper even bothering yeah, to dive like, yeah. that's when you know it's a good hit it was yeah. ab- absolute perfection to the top corner yeah. and I was speak- I spoke to her after that game as well it's the first proper pre-season you know, she had a little bit of a knock but first proper pre-season that she's had for a while because she's, she's still only very young yeah. she's a very good player she got called um, up for England the England squad England. as well Like she didn't play but um, she got to train and stuff didn't yeah. she so like that would be a great experience for yeah. her as well and even against Manchester City she called, she caused problems she yeah. had Everton's best chance um and she's just electric at the moment. Yeah. She scored uh, from uh, a tap in from close range at the yeah. weekend as well. So three goals so far this season in the in the league for her. Um, yeah, she's got to be happy with that, doesn't she? Yeah, I think she can uh, go from strength to strength. I think yeah. she's a very special player in the making. Yeah, um, West Ham three one against Brighton, and mm-hmm. then the, the London derby between Chelsea and Arsenal turned out to be two one win for Chelsea, which a few people were surprised. That like you were just saying to me that Arsenal really didn't perform yeah. like, like you thought they would I, I watched the game back and I thought they ran out of ideas to be yeah. honest with you they took the lead through a really nice goal from, uh, from Van der Donk sorry if I can get my words out uh, Mida Marshy playing yeah. a little bit of a deeper role to, to assist Van der Donk uh, really nice finish as well but after that Chelsea just took over to be honest with you um, Beth England we were saying before as well about how how well she started the season, yeah, obviously, goal. Yeah, she's been amazing. Yeah, goal on her debut against Brazil. She, she played for Liverpool not last season, the season before, and I was so gutted when she left. Like, her and um, Ingle went back to Chelsea, and I was like, oh. Like, that that was just, like, because we lost so many plays, it was just heartbreaking. And then to see her, the way she performed last yeah. season, and then how she started this season. She, she's being that focal point for Chelsea as well. Yeah. Number nine, her back. Obviously, there is a certain pressure that comes with yeah. that. Um, we'll know from any club, but... Arsenal's defending for the first one is it, it's poor. Yeah. Um, they give the ball away in midfield. Kirby gets away. The Arsenal don't track the runners. Ball into England. Good touch and, uh, and a finish from close range. And then t- well, Forrest dot here. It, it's a good hit again, yeah. but not being closed down from outside the box. Yeah. And it was a goal that had been coming. It was a goal that had been yeah. coming. Um, you look at how well Arsenal played last season. And well, they went to Chelsea last year and they won five yeah. it, nil. It, it's you know, it's quite a remarkable turnaround in, in such a short space of time. Arsenal have probably strengthened as yeah. well since since last season's game against Chelsea. So for it to, for roles to be reversed and Chelsea come away with the three points, it's like like Chelsea being business this season because yeah. you no, know, they start did they have like four draws at the start yeah, of last season, last three season. or four? They didn't start very well, did they? And it was it was about there was a lot of questions of whether they'll finish in the top four well, at, at some point, but. You can't win the title in the first few months of the no, season, no, but you, you, definitely you, you, not. you can always lose it. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's what Chelsea did last season. But Because to put it into perspective, if Arsenal won that game, uh, they'd have been six points ahead of Chelsea after four games. And yeah. already that's potentially a bit of a chasm that you're looking at. That Winning that means they're both within three points of Manchester City. And with Manchester City in Champions League action... Yeah, that's tonight, you know, isn't it? Yeah. Atletico Madrid. Potentially... A, 
Oh, a very tough tie as well because Syringa Atletico knocked them out last Tony season. Tony Duggan winner, I'm calling it now. Yeah. It, 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 saying, I have to say, la- last season, I think I mentioned on one of the earlier shows, I, I didn't know too much about Atletico Madrid, I've got to be honest, but the, yeah. th- the way they performed, home and away, against uh, Manchester City and, and ultimately won the tie was, was fantastic. Yeah, them. yeah. Well, NWSL scores then. Just quickly to run through it, it was the last round of fixtures apart from... Um, the, the, the playoff final yeah. coming up this weekend. How do you? Because I know they, they use it in rugby league over here in terms yeah. of the playoff system. But what, what what do you think about? I don't like it. it. I think it's stupid. Winning winning the league yeah. and then not winning and then the not title. actually winning the league. It's like I've I've always thought it's it's it, it is silly. It is silly. But they've always done it in like the MLS, haven't they yeah. as well? Yeah, they, like, like conferences over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose you can kind of flip it back to the. Playoffs over here is like saying, well, does sixth place have a right to be promoted over third place? Yeah, but it's exactly. exciting. So maybe there's a bit of contradictory. It, it is but. it is silly, but like also, like, I mean, it's one of them where you think, well, it's not, it doesn't really affect me, so I'm not too bothered. Like, <laughs> yeah. if, it, if it was in the WSL, I wouldn't like it. Yeah, I think that okay. I'd be like, why are you doing that? Like, yeah. don't do it. But it's something that's always been done in America. So, like, to them, it's just normal. Well, you know, NFL, NBA, yeah. MLS, as you say, uh, th- you know, there's always that, that kind of playoff mentality, isn't there? Yeah. So, yeah, it, they just love to win, don't they? So. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, it, it's something you just get used to. I think Americans probably still get a bit confused over draws. <laughs> to yeah, because yeah. um, first time I ever heard NFL, there's no draws. It's like what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Why? No, but um, yeah, you know, interesting end to the season. Um, yeah, well, most well, it's Portland's. North Carolina Courage, Chicago Red Stars and Seattle Reina were in the playoffs this weekend. So for every other team, the season's over. Um, Portland drew 0-0 with Washington. Utah beat Houston Dash 2-1. North Carolina beat Sky Blue 3-2. And then Orlando drew 2-2 with Seattle. So that was actually an interesting game because if Seattle would have won, they would have gone a place above Portland, which would have meant that they faced Chicago, which is arguably... You'd say See, it's the, the you'd say it's the easier tie Chicago out of North Carolina country because like they they won yeah. like the shield, but then I think Chicago Red Stars are probably favourites. I think I think they'll win it to be well, honest. They've well five wins in a row just going into the playoffs. Like Sam Kerr up front, who's yeah. just won the Golden Boot for the fifth consecutive season. She like. she is. What she is what you call a natural goal scorer, yeah. and I remember when um, I think it was during. The World Cup, she got, she got linked to, to Chelsea. To Chelsea, yeah. Which... Do you reckon she was linked to Real Madrid a few weeks ago as well? Because they've just started their team yeah. up again, haven't they? But I don't yes. think she'll go. She would be a Galactico up, and <laughs> put it that yeah. way. Still, still only 26. But for if Chelsea would have made that move, I mean, look, it, it could still happen. That would be a huge statement for, for the WSL to start attracting global yeah. world stars. Yeah. Um, because you look at a record up until 2014, it's respectable. It's yeah, not something yeah. that you would look at and think. It's it's and, it's when and, she yeah, start, gets amazing. like the big moves yeah. in America it, when she started like yeah. That's when she really came on the scene. It, when it was well, it first well, in Australia she got uh, 52 and 49 for Perth Glory, yeah, which yeah, is that's, staggering, that's and then 28 and 40 for Sky Blue FC and 34 in in, in 40 yeah. as as well. Just. Fantastic, yeah. uh, fantastic record. She's an amazing player. I'd love to. I'd, I mean, for the downside of her playing for Chelsea, it would be amazing to see her 
Like yeah. in our in the WSL, it would have been so good. Yeah, and you know, at, at the World Cup as well, she was obviously an Australia standout yeah. player as well. Yeah. Um, and she'll be she'll be a big threat. She'll be sure. a big threat to uh, to all the teams in there. Um, of course, as well, uh, Seattle Rain. Uh, They've got Rapino up front. Yeah, Rapino, uh, Fishlock, but the uh, the out yeah. well the incoming USA coach as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, Latin news actually. We'll 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 go. We'll move on to news. News, 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 news. news. We'll move that as the as the first. First topic, because he is rumoured, Seattle Reigns couldn't coach. I don't know how to say his name. <laughs> Vlatko and Dondovsky. There we go. Um, <laughs> he's rumoured to be, be the next manager. It hasn't been confirmed, but it's more than likely going to mm. be him. Um, do you think it's good, bad? Um, don't really care. He's, he's certainly experienced within women's yeah, he's, football. And um, he's experienced in... like. American women's football. Yeah. He'll have a good relationship with like a, a lot of the players as well. So that's probably what they've what they've looked at. Yeah, he's, he's got a big knowledge because uh, I, I was looking at um, the Seattle Rain squad and yeah. you know at least most of their squad is you know USA based. Yeah. So he'll 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 have a good knowledge of yeah. of the United States, uh, Kansas City Comets, FC Kansas City, and Rain FC is his managerial pedigree. Yeah. Um, so he's certainly been you know, around for a good few yeah. years. He's got that kind of experience. Of, uh, of managing women's teams, managing in women's football, um, and a little, well, he's had Dabina, Crystal Dunn, yeah. Jodie Taylor as well. So you know he's got experience of managing. He top knows quality. what he's doing, doesn't he? I, I think if someone, with all respect to Phil Neville, if he'd had taken over the USA, or if you know, if if he had managed to land that role, how he would have landed right on his feet there if he'd have got that. Oh, big time! But it, I think it's about. Players respecting who's coming in as well, yeah. and I think at least with 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 Andodovsky, he's recognised already in America. Yeah. So then I think the USA team would have known how to what what to expect from him. Yeah. If um, Alex Morgan would have walked into that first meeting when Phil Neville was sitting there, <laughs> she's probably thinking, "I'm not listening to what you're saying." Oh, Whereas, just, like within, they'll probably think, oh. It's like, "Oh, I thought it was Gary." Yeah, yeah, I thought it was Gary. Yeah, he just wouldn't. He wouldn't have been able to get the back of the dressing room. That's probably the most important thing. Whereas, like you know, like you said, he's such an experienced manager. Yeah. knows knows a lot of the players. Knows the way the American league works. So you know, you'll. I think he'll be a, he'll do a good job for them. I think. Yeah, it, it's not as if he's it's not as if it's a project. It's not no. as if he's having to rebuild anything. No. Um, he's, he's going to have good players from the off. Be he, interesting what type of squad he picks though, because especially it, well, their the, squad's been probably set in stone for the last like two years. It's mm-hmm. been pretty much the same players called up to each camp. Yeah. So you know they they have a camp in January. So like, who who who's he going to pick? Again. Like all those players on the fringes, like Casey Short, and they like, uh, came in for the victory tour games. Like, is she gonna still be in his minds? Those, those type of things. You know if I mean? if I was a new manager, the first thing I'd be wary of is upsetting the apple cart. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd be very wary of of upsetting the established the established team. Uh, and of course, you know, as a manager, your role, your uh, your input is to is to form the squad that you think. Can go out and win yeah. things because, again, there'll be an expectation on the Olympics and obviously going for the for the hat trick of, uh, of World of Cups World as Cups. well, and that that will be a very very big challenge, yeah. very very big yeah. challenge for them yeah. because in a few years time you know you'd expect France to be good again, you'd expect England, Netherlands, Netherlands growing team as well, yeah. obviously reach the final. Yeah. So again, a big challenge for them because yeah. 
there probably isn't a bigger challenge. Big shoes in, to in, fill in yeah, Jill Ellis, isn't it? A there? bigger job. And Jill Ellis, um, Women's Coach of the Year, yeah. two World Cups. She's, she's the most, her she's got the most wins as a manager for USA now and stuff like that. So, yeah. so her pedigree is outstanding, but yeah. be a big be a big test for him to, to go in and establish himself as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, we've mentioned Chloe Kelly getting player of the month. Uh, the, it was announced today that England versus Germany... Did he play Germany? I hope that's the right one. At Wembley. At Wembley on the 9th of November yeah, is, now, is now sold out. Some of the girls were tweeting, weren't they, saying... Are we yeah, they've been tweeting for a, a few days. Yeah. I didn't see an official England tweet, but you couldn't go on and buy anymore, so no. it said sold out, so, you know, it's sold that's out. fantastic, that. So, Phil, you best I like, get the win there, because, <laughs> you know... But no, that, that, is, that is fantastic. That is absolutely yeah. brilliant. Um... 80 to 90,000 at Wembley. Obviously, it's going to be the biggest ever uh, attendance for, for a women's yeah. game in England. Yeah. Um, staggering. And it, it just shows how far they've come because I thought during the World Cup, it was a huge step for the first game against, you know, the first game France South Korea to be on BBC One and the, yeah. the prime time BBC One. That was a yeah. huge step in itself. But for people, you know, paying the money, going to watch the girls at Wembley, absolutely, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And then. Women in Iran made history as well mm-hmm. a, a couple of days ago by um, finally, after 38 years, being allowed to entry into yeah. into a football stadium. So, you know, thousands of them bought tickets all went and there was a few videos like going around and of like, you know, their first time in stadium and stuff like that. And it, it's mad to think that that's only just happened now for them. Yeah, it's a horrible thought because we're, we're just not used to that yeah. kind. We're just not used to that kind of... Uh, way of living exactly yeah. um, but fantastic form and I think it's another way that I, I, I love sport as a whole obviously yeah. I love football but just the idea of sport bringing everyone together Definitely. and just you know, sport breaking down barriers um, you know, obviously going in and, and watching the game and hopefully you know, that obviously continues that, yeah. you know, that barrier's now been broken yeah. um, and it's a huge step obviously for, 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 for women's rights oh, as yeah, well a really big quality out there yeah. um, so Fantastic to see. Really, really good. Yeah, really good. Well, that's everything. Um, Build Up Show will be out on Friday, so keep an eye out for that. Um, go back and watch all our post-match content from Sunday's game. We've got an interview with Jepson, Mel Lawley and Becky Jean, so go and check them out. Um, thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. Remember to like the video. And we'll see you all next week with a new... Po- well, hopefully it's Amy. <laughs> it, it's pro- it'll probably be Amy. I'll definitely be here. Uh, it'll probably be Amy sitting there. Um, but yeah, we'll see you all next week.